Welcome back to a million words. Today we are reading the eye. The pirate's eye. The pirate's eye. By Robert Priest. Whoa, that's cool eye. One windless morning just south of the Sargasso Sea, two pirate ships were locked in a friendly skirmish. That means a battle. Look, he's falling off the ship. And we've got sharks circling the two boats. You mean, why are they circling? Orbiting. They're waiting for someone to fall in so they can jump. And we've got guys who have their swords out. And this guy has his gun out. And they're just having a skirmish. Skirmish is a battle. On deck, the pirates were engaged in their favorite pastime, wheeling and stealing. In the course of doing what only comes naturally to a pirate, a certain Captain Black got a little too close to the tip of a rival's sword and out popped his piratey glass eye. This may have deterred another pirate, but not Captain Black. Without missing a step, he continued to parry. His eye fell to the slippery deck and came to rest behind a coil of rope. Later that afternoon, with the battle won and its hold full of gold, the captain's ship docked in port. When the weathered old vessel bumped into the pier, the pirate's eye rolled off the deck and bounced into town. Captain Black, napping after the battle, awoke with a bump. Realizing his eye was missing, he rushed up to the deck to find it. He searched the poop deck, scoured the upper deck, and combed the lower deck. What does comb? Comb means he looked every place he could possibly look. He looked through, you know what a comb looks like? Imagine you take that comb and you just rake it across the deck trying to find his eye. That's how carefully he was looking. He queried the first mate. He questioned the second mate and examined the third mate. Nowhere was his eye to be found. Arg! I shall not rest, he cried, until I find me precious eye. Not far away, the glass eye rolled along, eventually coming to rest amongst a group of children playing marbles. Without batting an eye, the children played with the errant orb. When they got up and left, leaving the oddball eyeball behind. It spent the night in the road, under the stars. The next morning was clear and sunny when a pauper named Sandpiper came strolling along. He noticed the shiny round object in the road. Picking it up, he added it to his collection of bric-a-brac in his coat pocket. Later, in his rickety shack, Sandpiper emptied the contents of his pocket onto the kitchen table. Spreading everything out, he looked at each object carefully. What has he collected today? Bubblegum. Bubblegum. And uh, and, uh, some seashells. Mm Mm-hmm, some seashells. And an eye. An eyeball. And what is that? That's a horseshoe crab. A horseshoe crab. A candle. A candle. I think that was already there. This is a shark egg sack. This is some seaweed. This is a clam shell. This is an oyster shell. What is it? That's some little green something. Hmm, this is unusual, he said, holding up the glass eye. He peered at it closely, and like a sorcerer's crystal ball, 
images swirled and floated within the small glass sphere. These images told the story of a strange and interesting life, the life of a seafaring pirate. In the glass eye, Sandpiper saw scenes of the pirate as a child and scenes of the pirate as a man, mischievous boyhood scenes and scenes of crime and treason. Here he's fighting off a shark. Here's a poster, a wanted poster with his face on it. Here he is stealing lots of gold, steering his ship, firing a cannon. And what about that? That's where he's firing the cannon at the ship, and it goes boom onto what the other boat. What about that? There he's on another island, just dancing around. The popper realized he had found something very special. He carefully placed the eye on a stand to have a good view of it. Then he picked up a piece of paper and pencil and began to draw what he observed in the pirate's eye. Pictures of ships and cannons, of sharks and islands, flowed from his pencil like quicksilver. He peered into the eye and drew all he saw. Sometimes he worked all day. Sometimes he worked all night. And sometimes he worked all day and all night. He had to shop in them a lot. They got so tiny. Mm-hmm. Look how little his <coughs> pencils are. They shrunk as he was drawing so much. Meanwhile, <coughs> the, be- the bedeviled Captain Black journeyed in search of his missing eye. Wherever he sailed, he sought clues to its whereabouts. Unsettled and confused, the pirate was lost without his magical lens. Ye, that eye has been with me through gale and through hail, through high tide and low, by crook or by hook, I must find it. Sandpiper journeyed, too, illustrating each adventure that floated to the surface of the glass eye. One day, the eye went dark, and the story was completed. He fittingly titled his book, A Pirate's Life. Taking the eye from its stand, he hung it around his neck with a string. Then he made a copy of his book, wrapped it in gift wrapping, and gave it to his friend Francis, the grocer. He gathered the village children together. Is that a string? That's, yeah, he wrapped it like a present and gave it to his friend, the grocer. He works at a grocery store. He gathered the village children together and gave them books as well, reading his book to the little ones who were too young to read. Sandpiper put more copies of his book in a cart and pushed it along the sandy roads. He gave the book to the twins, who owned the bakery, and often gave him a loaf of bread when he couldn't buy one. He gave a book to the old woman who often hired him for an odd job when he couldn't find one. And he gave a book to the fisherman who sometimes brought Sandpiper a fish when he couldn't catch one. Sandpiper gave copies of his book to all the surprised villagers he met along the way, to all the generous people who had been kind and caring to him over the years. Meanwhile, up the coastaways in a nearby town, Captain Black was at the local public library checking the lost and found for his missing eye. It was then that he noticed something odd on a nearby shelf. What did he see? A picture of himself on a book. Mm-hmm. Upon closer inspection, he realized he was looking at something familiar. His own face on a book about his own life. Blow me down, he cried. Shh. The librarian hushed. How can this be? growled the pirate. And how long will it be before they have me in shackles? 
Who dares tell the story of this pirate's life? In a stormy rage, he commandeered a ship and sailed up and down the coast. After asking a few questions, he found the pauper's rickety shack by the dunes. He pounded on the door. Come out, you scoundrel, he bellowed. Slowly, the door opened and out stepped Sandpiper. Pirate, he said, it's you. I, I imagine it is, Popper, and how, pray tell you, do you know all about this pirate's life? Through this, sir, said Sandpiper, handing Captain Black his eye. Astonished, the pirate quickly placed his long-lost eye where it had once rested. Images began to swirl and float as they once had. But now, instead of seeing his life, he saw the life of the Sandpiper. He saw scenes of struggle and hardship. He saw scenes of generosity and kindness. The kindness of the townspeople towards Sandpiper and Sandpiper's kindness towards them. Here he is giving an apple to someone who needed one. Warming his hands by a fire. Giving flowers to the lady. Helping a bird who got caught up in wire. His dog who stepped on something sharp. And this man who needed help because he couldn't swim. Was that a sword? Mm-hmm. That's his sword. Captain Black's face softened and his shoulders slumped. For once he had seen another man's life through his very own eye. And he felt ashamed of his wildness, his robbery, his hysteria. Quickly he drew his sword and flung it into the salty sea. That be it for me, matey, he said. My life will be different from this day forward. There be no more pirating the seas for me. Well, despite his promise, nothing can keep a pirate from the seas. And soon Captain Black was back upon the waves, but this time as a peaceful merchant seaman. And nothing could keep Sandpiper from his drawings and his books. When Captain Black returns to the village after a long voyage, he is always greeted by, on the pier by Sandpiper. Often the two friends will gather the children of the village together and tell them a story or two. Then, if there's time, they'll tell them the best story of all, the one about the pirate's eye. The end. Okay, Thanks for listening. Picture. And peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.